Hello and welcome to Taboo Talk, the podcast by Boots that asks the taboo health and wellness questions so you don't have to. I'm your host, Vogue Williams, and this week I'm going to be joined by two guests to discuss a topic that will affect a whopping 95% of us to some extent, acne. Acne is most common in teenagers and young adults, but it can impact people of all ages. It's caused when hair follicles become blocked, resulting in spots, oily skin, and sometimes skin that's hot or painful to touch. You might experience whiteheads and blackheads, all the way to more severe spots like papules, pustules, and cysts. Acne can be both physically painful and really, really damaging to mental health, leading to a loss of confidence and self-esteem. My guests today are the actor, podcaster, online creator and LGBTQ plus campaigner Scott McGlynn. He is joined by online creator and skin positivity advocate Izzy Rogers. Both Scott and Izzy have talked openly about their personal experiences of acne, including how they manage it, how they feel about it and why they think it's so important to normalise conversations about it. Now, before we dive in, I'd just like to say to listeners that if you are affected by anything you hear in today's show, please do contact your GP. You can also visit the Boots online doctor as well as boots.com for further support. Hello, Scott and Izzy. Thank you very much for joining me on To Be Talk. So when did you first experience acne? So I'm very lucky in that, well... You'd say lucky, but I didn't get it while I was in school. I got it literally when I turned 20. So, wow. Yeah. My whole life throughout school, totally clear skin. Would never have guessed that, like, in my 20s, I'd be sat at home, like, crying over a bucket of ice cream, picking my skin. Like, literally, (laughs) would never have guessed that. And that was my reality. How did it happen when you were 20? Honestly, I still don't know to this day. It was just the most random thing ever. And it just one day you just woke up and your spots just started getting worse and worse. Yeah, I sort of saw this redness come over my face and I was like, this is really strange. And then it literally all just started to come out. And it wasn't anything to do with like any contraception or anything like that? I did mix up my pills quite a lot. Not like taking loads of different ones at the same time, but Mm. I changed quite a few times. So could have potentially been that, but I do think maybe stress induced as well a little bit. Yeah, that's the thing about contraception. That's when I, like I only, I had acne for less than a year, I'd Mm. say, but like it was really, really bad all over my face. Uh, And it was from uh, the contraceptive thing in my arm. And it really, that was my my first time having bad skin and it is really, really Mm. difficult. Do you know what? I think that's why so many people have it because a lot of girls get it from the pill. Yeah. Most girls you meet are on the pill. Yeah. God, and it is such a hard thing to deal with. Mm. But you were 20 then, so you knew yeah. what was happening. What 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 did you do yeah. to try and... Well, I, I knew what was happening, but I was still very, very like, what is going on? Because I was 20. I was... Yeah. When you're out of your teens, this is it. Like, I'm never going to get a spot again. So when I turned 20, I was in like a job in London. Yeah. I was around older people and I really f- felt like a child. And that was what was the sad thing. Yeah. And did you go to anyone to see if they could help with it? I went to the doctors so many times and I was on creams, antibiotics before they advised me to go to a dermatologist. So it took a very, very long time. And it was only when I literally woke up one morning and I had four spots on top of each other on my chin. My chin was like the size of a golf ball. And I literally went there and I was like, this is ruining my quality of life now. I have to be referred and the only reason they actually referred me is because it was infected yeah. on my chin that must have been really painful though yeah it was awful Literally. do you find your skin hurts yeah I think people think you get depressed over just the way it looks and it's actually not it's so painful like you can't even just splash your face and wash your face yeah 
And are you really careful about what products you use then? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Like I, well, in the beginning, because I so didn't know what I was doing, I tried so many different things. And I think that almost makes it worse, doesn't it, sometimes when you try so many different things. Like toothpaste or something. Yeah, 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 toothpaste. Oh, yeah, toothpaste, pseudocream. I think we've all done that. Yeah, <laughs> literally. But you do try, don't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure I'd put toothpaste on not so recently. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Loads of people do. I don't even know why. Like, where did that come from? I don't know. I suppose it's kind of to dry it out, isn't it? Yeah. But it is, uh, like, I only really learned about skin in the last five or six years as yeah. well. Because when you're that age, you just don't know. No. And then you go to a doctor and they put you on a prescription. I was on a prescription for a while as well. And, and, and if they don't work you kind of don't know where to turn to and a dermatologist mm-hmm. is really expensive for people as well yeah I was actually on a dermatologist waiting list for two years what yeah I didn't get to see anyone for two years obviously it was during COVID so I was, tr- I was trying to be as understanding as I could be but I couldn't believe how long I'd, it'd taken Scott when did you first experience acne around 11 12 years old wow, that was young yeah yeah very young I, when I just started high school actually that's when it was kind 11 of, or 12 that must have been really hard being that age and, and getting that yeah yeah and it wasn't just like on my face it was actually like on my back as well yeah you know Backney. back mm. yeah, yeah we've yeah, all yeah. had a little touch of that right? yeah so um, yeah so it was kind of just all the top half really yeah kind of and so acne falls into three categories you've got mild moderate and severe how did you think yours were when you were that young like 11 or 12 is quite young but I suppose you start hitting puberty then yeah yeah true yeah. you know um I don't know, it was quite severe. My back was probably worse than my face at that time. Yeah. And then when I was going older, I think, then it was just more my face, my back cleared up. I feel like it's nearly harder to get your back to clear up because uh, my sister got that quite bad as well and just trying to deal with that and like, yeah, you're wearing clothes all the time. Clothes always on it, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But it was funny though because people say, don't they, like, sun is like the great healer for skin. Mm. But I got very fair skin. So when I went... Or like on holiday and stuff I didn't wear SPF so bad lesson learned and then I burnt so badly now I've got like a mark on my chest because it's so red and when I'm in the sun now it goes like purple oh no yeah just SPF because is, is that because yeah. that where your acne was yeah both yeah. and then I thought oh the sun let's go you know clear it up but yeah, yeah no Never Didn't. works like that. And then I, I suppose you're probably really wary of what you put on your skin like even if it is SPF you mm. just you don't want to aggravate what's already on your back yeah, of course. Yeah, and I'm definitely like I'm an SBF fifty now, and yeah. even now I won't. I probably won't even take my t-shirt off. Yeah, really. Like I'm kind of one of those hide from the sun as well. Yeah. And how long does yours last? Because your skin is very clear now. Yeah. Um. I think it started to clear up probably in my mid twenties. Wow. So you had like, quite a long time. Yeah. Yeah. I did. Um. It's a couple of nightclub shots out there of me, and it's it's there. You know. Um, <laughs> They're the worst. I get the worst yeah. lying. Well, oh, bear in mind yeah. that we're rewinding a bit here yeah. because school was like the late nineties, early two thousands for me. Yeah. This was a very different thing back then. So all these mm. actually physical photos yeah. in an album that my friends I'm kind got. of delighted about that though, that we just have those physical photos. Yeah. But uh, but with your acne, was it painful? Like how bad would you say it got? It came to a stage when it like, you know, that flare up. Yeah. And when you wash your face, it was really sensitive and dry to touch. Mm-hmm. And that was it. And you can never pick. I, I used to pick them when I was younger. I would never pick a spot now, ever. Would you not? Never. Mm-hmm. Really? So that myth is no. kind of true. I can't help myself. Mm. I, I see it. it and I'm like, oh If my it's God. white, I'm like, oh, it's got You even would leave it's a whitehead. I just, no, no, no. I, I'd get, but I just use like a pin and a very, I'd do it very clean. Whereas before I'd be like, yeah. but I don't do that anymore. 
Okay, so don't use your hands. I yeah, just a pin. So I just literally like, it's pretty gross, but it just leaks out and then just wipe it away. <laughs> well, that's the right way, though. Yeah, I think it's like, you can do it good. more damage, right? Yeah, it does. Yeah, because yeah. I suppose it's like pushing your skin out, but I Yeah, that is the bit that damages it. And what was school like growing up with acne? I had the worst time in school. I think we're very open about that. Yeah. People know it's my story from two different backgrounds. Why? But yeah, terrible. I feel like... As an adult, I felt like I'd been robbed for my school years. Yeah. Five years of my life was just like horrendous. But when I hit my important year, I was like the rebel then. I was like, I'm not going, like I'm done. My mum, she understood, but obviously like she just said, do it, do it, do it. Like you got to go, you got to get your qualifications, you got to do it. And And you just didn't like, what were people just mean about your skin? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You know, and um it's crazy because in my infant school, I was very into sports. Yeah. So I was um, in like kind of like the school's athletic team as a high jumper. And I weren't this tall back then, mind. Yeah. I was a bit, you know, normal <laughs> height. But and running and rugby. That was the sports I was into. Yeah. Then when I went to high school, because all this bullying and all this stuff was going on, P was the one I really stepped back from. I just didn't get on. I just didn't do anything. The comments coming from like getting changed in the changing room or yeah. like swimming was another one thinking I felt I don't feel confident enough to take even my top off. Is that because you're back? Yeah. Oh God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So then swimming and I'm a big swimmer. That's the only fitness I do yeah. now as an adult. But yeah. I felt like so I feel like a bit robbed if you get what I mean. And did you finish school? I did, but not with the best grades. Yeah. Fortunately, I think the, I think the only subject I passed was my IT one. I kind of feel like grades don't really matter though now. But they do no. at that time. You they do then. They do then, yeah. yeah. And um, I think, but school yeah. is meant to be quite a fun place. And mm. I'm like, yeah. we're all kind of mean to each other in school. I think yeah. it's the age. But like, yeah, yeah. definitely when maybe you look different to other people, when you have mm. acne on your face, it must just be I harder. feel like kids just like pick on things they see. So it's yeah. like, whatever is there, that's what they'll say. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I, I remember Helen Flanagan coming out with something like that when people were just so mm. abusive to her about her skin because she mm. was young and in Carnation Street. And I just thought, wow, like mm. people can just be so nasty. But to not finish school, that's really sad. No, yeah, it is. And it's crazy to say, like, looking back now, I've only got one friend yeah. I still talk to yeah, to this day, only one. And that's a lot. Like, that's like shocking when I say that because it's like we're like a big class, right? Around so many yeah. people, yeah. But yeah, it's mad. And it's crazy how now people from school who used to bully me is now trying to get back in contact with me. Classic. Oh, really? <laughs> oh, but Classic. That's the best revenge though, no? Yeah. I ignore it. Good for you. Yeah, it's like if you wanted Good to get you. to know me, you could have known me then. Yeah. yeah. Don't now because obviously other things are going on in my life. They've tried to like... Oh, you know, if you want to kind of grab a coffee or catch up, I'm like, no. No, thanks. <laughs> no. And do you think that you maybe didn't have that many friends in school because they were all just so mean to you about your skin? Oh, yeah. That and um, my sexuality was like the two reasons why. And I think because I had the combination of the both. Yeah. It was just Oh, kids not the are best. so mean. Yeah, mm. and... I went to a different high school. So like everyone else I grew up with and my infants went to somewhere else. My mum took me out and put me into a new school. Yeah. So as well, it was completely new. Everyone oh, else already had the clicks as well. Yeah. Coming in. yeah, that kind of is the worst. Mm. Yeah. That's yeah. What I would really try not to do that with my kids. Sometimes it's yeah, unavoidable. No. But when you do have to, yeah. I had to do it in primary school. I came into the class and then you're just the odd one out anyway. And so how does it affect your confidence? 
in every way, shape or form. I'm sure you would agree. I feel sorry for people that went for it in their school years for a different kind of reason because obviously you're around so many mean children. Yeah. But <laughs> obviously when you have it as an adult, it's like you. I feel like everyone thinks I'm younger than I am. Yeah. Like as I said, in the work environment, I felt like no one took me seriously when I was like pitching for ideas and stuff because I just felt I was just like this little kid with loads of spots on my face. Yeah. And so what do you do now to try and make it heal it? Honestly, I think a really underrated thing is stress management. Like yeah. a lot of people go straight to medication and creams and which is great. And when you find the right routine for you, it's fantastic. But stress management really helped for me because it was like, I feel like that was what was causing it. Whereas like, I could take however much medication under the sun I could. But if I was continuously stressed, continuously depressed every day, I was going to it was going to keep coming. Yeah. And you said somewhere that you felt like a fraud. Why was that? Yeah. Oh, to put it bluntly, I literally edited my photos on Instagram so badly. It's not letting anyone know that I had acne. So severely editing my photos, the fear that I had inside me that I was going to bump into someone from school and they'd be like, she does not look like her photos because there's only so much foundation can hide your yeah. acne. That's where the fraud feelings were coming from because I was like... I essentially am a fraud, to be honest. I was hiding something so big and that's what like, drew me to post about it because I was like, I can't keep doing this. Lying to everyone, airbrushing, so I literally looked like I was yeah. for a magazine and I just didn't look like that. I feel like we all went through a phase of that, a face yeah. tune phase. Yeah, literally, <laughs> literally. Like, I even, I even brought a subscription. I like, know. fully like, paid for the premium. Like, <laughs> I, was, it was I feel like, me. though, yeah, I do. Because like, I, I was looking at your Instagram. I loved your Instagram. Thank you. Um, but it's not the first thing you notice about you at all. Yeah. Is your skin. Uh, it's just a really quirky page. And I was watching you do your concealer you. and you never put concealer on, on your no. spots, just under your eyes. And I, and I love that. And yeah. I just thought that normalizes it so much mm. and it is a normal thing for so many mm. people 95% of people are affected by it yeah. that was a, we were all kind of shocked mm. by that stuff crazy but it's like yeah. the elephant in the room like as soon as you say it and as soon as you're personally comfortable with it everyone in the room just becomes comfortable with it and you don't see me for spots on my face if I came in and I was very awkward about it maybe like covering my face when I used to speak to people I'd always be like covering my face or I'd constantly be drinking and trying to cover my mouth area you would probably feel a sense of awkwardness as well so I think yeah. if you own it and that's when it becomes a lot more of a people don't look at it and see you as it do you feel like you own it more now oh yeah 100 yeah. percent. i don't even my foundation when i go out now like before i used to literally usain bolt it to my like foundation drawer <laughs> if the even the postman knocked on the door and i'd be like this is my foundation like really really quickly oh, no. like trying to put it on just to go thanks and close oh. the door again it was that crazy I remember when I had when I had it quite bad. I just remember, yeah, it was a lot, a lot, a lot of foundation, and I was seeing somebody, mm. and I remember being like, "I'm not staying in this house because I'm not yep. taking off my makeup," and then having to have it off in the morning. And yeah, oh my god, I when I started seeing my boyfriend of now, I used to literally set my alarm like four in the morning, and I'd creep no. out of my bed, put my concealer on, and lay next to him, and be like. Morning. Oh no! Yeah, like when I look back at it now, I'm like, "Oh my god, what's wrong with you? That's so sad. Why were you doing that?" But like, that's how much it gets into your head. I was doing that in front of someone that I essentially loved, yeah, and who loved me as well. And I was still waking up at four. Oh god, that's terrible. Do I don't you... get up at that time. Like, no, normally. <laughs> he does. That's the night time. Uh, do you think it affects your mental health? Oh yeah, that's like the main problem I think with it. To be fair, is how much it affects your mental health. And I think with acne, because obviously so many people have it, like people think it's like a bit of a common thing, so they don't take the mental health side as seriously. But until you actually have it, and it's covering your face. I don't think you actually understand what that does to someone's confidence. Yeah, it's mental. And what about you? You said it affected your mental health quite badly. Oh yeah, hugely. Yeah. If you rewind the clock, mm. the person I am today, you would never know 
Oh, like yeah. that's not me in high school. Like I would never speak to no one. My head just to the floor. Mm. Even like wait, even try and get out of class early to get the first kind of train or bus home before the busy one or wait after to get the mm. later one so it's not so busy and all the kids yeah. are going so home. So it literally affects so your whole day. Things, yeah. Oh God, yeah, yeah. And um, yeah, or you try and get to class early so you kind of sat down and then you're not walking in late to kind of like bring attention to yourself in a way. Yeah. You want to try and hide it. Do you know what you- I used to do? I used to literally research the lighting before I went to a restaurant because if it was no. a lighting of above, like right now, I would have been so paranoid to come here because the lighting's so above that it would... Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like light- shadowy? Yeah, shadowy. Yeah. Like yeah, yeah, I would yeah. literally sit. So if there was like above lighting, I'd literally avoid it in a restaurant. I'd pre-look at the pictures of the restaurant, see whether that's no. where I wanted to go. Like that's how crazy it makes you. Just to try and hide it. Yeah. Did your teachers ever say anything to you though if you had that in school? For me back then, it was one of those things they didn't know what to do yeah I think I think unless it wasn't physically fighting bullying Mm. they can't do anything like they can have a word yeah and that was it and what about your family how did they deal with it Uh, very supportive that's how I started to get into skincare because obviously social media wasn't a thing like it was like I think MSN messenger was like the only thing oh I used to love that yeah right and it was like so it was nothing online so I used to nick my mum's skincare. Yeah. Uh, even though it was nothing to do with me whatsoever. And then eventually she went out and bought me some four like spots and acne skin. But it wasn't much out back I then. I feel like back then it was like, like nowadays your parents would probably send you to somebody and be like, this is how we're going to get it sorted. But now, back then it was just one of those things. There was no real help. No, absolutely not. Like I did go to the doctors. I did mm. try an antibiotic, did not get on with them. Mm. Yeah. It made me feel very sicky, threw up, it just yeah. went for me. Uh, so that was the only option at that time. Yeah. But now there's obviously a lot more on the market, which is fantastic. Yeah. Mm. I feel like it's like back then it was underplayed as a not so serious condition, whereas mm. now it is a serious condition, especially yeah. like if it's on your face, it affects your confidence, it affects your mental mm. health. So I do think people take it more seriously now. Oh, yeah. Mm. It's yeah. lifelong yeah. as well, like in terms of like scarring. Like mine are starting to pothole now. And you think that should be something that you take seriously because you will carry that for the rest of your life. Like some mm. people have like terrible, like, deep pothole scars and that's something you will have forever. You said you're really, really into your skincare. You obviously are now as well. What what kind of things helped you? Um, I think just learning what ingredients is in a product. Mm. I really, because I was sold so easy by a magazine, mm. a certain celebrity has a product, which now I know like it's, they don't really, Yeah, you know, it was like a celebrity on like a red carpet and then like a product off like yeah. next to it, right? But everyone's skin is so different. You can't use the same thing. Yeah. You no, know, exactly. So and then I was back then though, I was just like, oh, he's using it, she's using yeah. it. And I was just like, grab it, grab it, grab it. And yeah. then I think I was doing more damage than good. That's what yeah. I did. So now I've just kind of just educated myself to like mm. know what ingredients is what, what works for me, mm. what maybe sets off. Yeah. Like, a, like definitely like fragrancy stuff. Yeah. yeah. Or make my skin like red raw. Yeah. yeah. I used to trial like each ingredient for a good period of time. A lot of people just have every single ingredient just because you want to cover all bases. Whereas I like put myself through a trial period yeah. of each ingredient and then I only kept the ingredients that actually worked for me. Yeah. And now I only just circulate from them ingredients throughout the week. I feel like it takes six weeks for your skin to try 
a skincare product to see if it works on yeah. you and then and then you'll know if it works on you. Yeah. But like your skin changes all the time. That's why we can't sit here and tell everybody what what you use it yeah, like exactly. this. What you, because your skin does change all the time. So it's important to like change as your skin changes. Like even in the winter, your skin yeah, is different to, to the summer. Mm. But uh, if there was somebody out there who was suffering quite badly with acne, what would you tell them to use? Could Is there anything mm. that you have found worked? I'm, now as an adult, I'm just because I'm getting like... The wrinkles, you know, so my, yeah. so like my skin has like changed, like right, I'm not like the same when I was in my teens, right? Yeah. So now I am a big believer in going to have like a good professional facial at least mm. once a month. Love, you know, I love, love that. I've never had one. Oh, we're not, have you not? Really? Oh my god. We go. Oh we go. To, we all go. Um, but like, I'm not talking like a nice. Like they are lovely, like a nice spa facial. Like I'm not no, slating them, but yeah. you need Cleanse. that deep clinic, and they're very trained and. Mm. They know what they're talking about. I go once a month. I think that really helps. I think if you can afford something like that, definitely go mm. once. Like it's amazing. I can't believe you haven't been for a facial. Yeah, no. Oh, I think it's because like I always imagined like spa, like really high fragrance. Like, do you know what I mean? Yes. So yeah. I just like, avoided. Would your skin put you off going for a facial? Um, I think it put me off in terms of that they wouldn't know which ones were sore. And yeah. I'm imagining them like deep tissue in my face. I'd probably be like screaming inside if they were like, really rubbing over my spots. But if it was like maybe an acne based one, then maybe I would. Yeah. I feel like there's loads of really great products to use though at mm. home. Like I love the sheet masks and I love the under eye masks. I think you can get really, yeah. really good ones on the high streets mm. and in bits, <laughs> obviously. <laughs> but it is. I always, if, I, if I'm hopping on a plane, I'll always stop and I'll grab one and like it's just a nice way to just yeah. refresh your skin as well. But uh, I do agree with you. I think like an, an really nice deep cleansing facial is always is always great. If you had to give somebody some advice who has acne, what would you say to them? For me, it's just to learn to accept yourself and love yourself because I think some we dwell on it so much that's when it affects your mental health and you get depressed and you get so low yeah. and then even though maybe no one's looking at you you feel like all eyes are on you because yeah. it's there right yeah you're just paranoid but that's that's the only thing you know and I think now it's so many incredible people online like yourself and I've met so Thank many people you. on Instagram using it acne as a positivity yeah account and they only share that and yeah. that's what I love and that's the people you should be connecting with. And that's yeah. a massive support group. Like, I didn't know how big it was until I literally. was really getting in yeah. there. Be careful who you follow as well, though. Because yeah, like, although literally. sometimes I like an old filter, some people, like, mm. if you actually use the filter that they have on their face, yeah. they don't look anything like that. I think, though, with both of your pages, I was obviously looking at both your pages, it's like you've really normalised it. And it's just, it's nice to see how you've done it and I just think that really that is the best way to help people who mm. are struggling just to see as you said look at other people who have been through that and who yeah. have that skin and it just it's helpful definitely like because it is such a filtered world mm -hmm. oh, yeah. that you're just like but sometimes you put a filter on yourself I'm like oh my gosh yeah fully don't even look like, like. Yeah. I get a nose job every time I like I go know. online and I'm just like I actually <laughs> liked my nose before and now it's just like I'm like <laughs> must be straight up the cute baby or something and your nose yeah. is like wow I remember one time I think Kylie Jenner had a filter on, talking for ages, and then I didn't realise she had the filter on. I clicked on it, I was like, oh my God, it looks so different. It's like, I didn't even realise yeah. she had it on. Like, that's how crazy it's become. Like, you just see people as the filter rather than 
their real self. When you flick it on yourself, you're, that's when you realise how different it is. But now some people, I just, I'll point this out. Like people, it's fair enough, people want to use filters, that's totally fine. Mm. But just like it's nice to follow real people as well. But, yeah. but I think that people save it down and then repost it so the filter doesn't come up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you don't actually see that they Sneaky have Sneaky tricks going yeah. around. Yeah. How do you I, Listen, that? I'm telling you, I'm a fan of the Paris. Sometimes yeah. I use the Paris filter. Yeah. But, uh, I but, use filters sometimes as well. I yeah. think that is so fine to like have a bit of both like I do think that's a bit of a thing in the positivity world and culture that it's like everything has to be like totally raw and totally yeah. real but like I put coloured filters and things on to make my page look pretty and fun and yeah like oh, I'm yes. sure you still dabble I just don't smooth out my face and thin my body down anymore or anything like that which yeah. I think that's the more toxic side I think yeah, yeah I think yeah, it yeah. can just be a little bit much um, yeah. yeah but I did enjoy stalking both of your Instagrams oh, so you. if anyone is out there you know, <laughs> who wants to talk skin and see real skin and everything like that I think your pages will be really really oh, good thank oh, you thank you so much um, Scott, you have your Celebrity Skin Talk Instagram live sessions. Yeah. What made you decide to start that? I, do you know what? I was literally in the, I remember, the, I remember the moment I was in the bath, right? And this is when my new ideas come, right? No, I was like, so you, you know, the, the, the racks and yeah, the moments. Yeah, yeah. So before yeah. bed, before, when I'm in my bed getting wind down, mm. yeah. ideas pop. I'm bath type. I pop you have head. to write them down quickly, don't you? Yeah, yeah. I literally just up at the bath, right? Yeah. Like, back in. I was like, right. Um, but yeah, and I was just thinking to myself, because a lot of people knew from me from skincare. I think at that point in my career, it was 2020. Yeah. Knew me a lot for that. And then I was very open about it, had great response. And then obviously celebrity, I got like friends in that world. Yeah. And I thought, let's just like put them together and just see how we go. And that just did it. Like, so it was like an Instagram live show that I want them to talk about their skin problems, whatever that could be, and just share it to the world. Because people think, as you may know, like, like fans and things like that think you're on TV or do this and you're just perfect. Yeah. You've got no troubles. Your life's perfect. Just, And it's really not. I just wanted to bring that reality back. Yeah. And that's why I picked like these great celebrities who's been on our TVs and stuff like that just to talk about that. It's like yeah. Kendall Jenner ha- had acne, didn't she? And I remember I found so much comfort. I'd even Google like celebrities with acne. When I saw the pictures, I'd be like, oh, it's all right. She's like a really pretty girl. She had it. It just does make you feel so much better. I don't know why. My Instagram's completely changed now. Before it was just so, like even my explore page, you know what you click on is like what you see. It'd be so many like pretty girls and like little button noses and just perfect skin. And now my page is how it is. I'm always clicking on things that's like me. So on my explore page, it's just girls with sports, girls with roles and just like my whole Instagram just completely changed transformed so it is out there it's just you have to really just push your Instagram in the way you want it to go because it can be it can be detrimental as well obviously social media but it can be helpful like you can just find people that are on your same it's definitely not a fully toxic place at all Mm. I thought it was before obviously hence why I posted because I was just I have to tell the truth in this very toxic place but the second I did I was like wow there's actually a massive community like even if you just type in acne positivity you will find yeah. like all of the big creators all of the little creators and you could just fill your entire instagram with acne positivity and i'm sure you'll honestly feel better how yeah, what yeah, was your yeah. first ever 
Real post, as you would call it. Um, oh, I took a picture of, with no makeup on. This was when I was at my lowest. I had it on my phone for like two months, and I was like, one day I'm going to post it, one day I'm going to post it. And then I had it, I even got it, to, you know, the drafts bit on Instagram. Yeah. I even got a caption. I was getting a little bit closer every day, and I was like, oh, I will do it one day. And then my boyfriend just took my phone and posted it. So that's how Literally, it that's how it happened. I was like, no, no. And then, like, all the lights came rolling in, and the comments, I was like, maybe this is, like, okay. And then that's how it went crazy but it wasn't even me it was my boyfriend and he loves to own that now <laughs> everyone we meet he's just like yeah that's me it must have been so nice though to see so much positivity over your face when you were so concerned about hiding it yeah it was I think people in not, not a sick way but they almost like to, to see other people are a bit vulnerable I mm. feel like when you are like this perfect person on Instagram I think you actually do become quite intimidating and sometimes people can naturally feel like they're not like you a little bit. Do you know what I mean? Like when you're a little bit vulnerable, you show a little bit of reality. Like that's when people warm to you a bit more. You were saying with school, like I feel there's more people now since I posted about my skin that like me that didn't like me maybe necessarily in school. And that's only because... I think because I've shown a little bit of vulnerability and like, hey, look, I'm going through something. Yeah, and then people sort of just like, oh, you know, she's not so bad type thing. Yeah. Like she actually has got problems too. <laughs> Yay! Yay! <laughs> <laughs> Tell me, uh-huh. what is, this is for both of you, what is the most annoying thing that regularly happens to somebody with acne? Oh, the people telling me to wash my face. I always People tell com- you to wash your yeah, face? I always get comments that say, like, oh, you should try washing your face. And it's like, um... I've definitely tried that, maybe one or two times, I don't know. And drink water as well. All the time I drink water and I think, like, if I drank any more water, I'd like physically drown. Please stop telling me to drink water. <laughs> I think unsolicited advice can be the absolute worst thing. Yeah, it's, I've Googled, like, we've probably, both of us have had our good share of, like, Googling for hours and hours and hours and hours. If people really think by now that we still don't know the raw basics of trying to clear acne, then they would just be pretty stupid people. Mm. Yeah. I get, um... <laughs> Stop eating chocolate. That was one. Oh, yeah. I was like, um, I oh my God, it. the worst yeah. sweet tooth in the world is like, that's not going to happen. <laughs> but like, it's not like proven though. No, right? it's no, actually it's not. not. It's not even a productive comment to give. No. So you think the worst thing about having acne is just people just giving you unsolicited advice? Probably when you've accepted it, that's the most annoying thing. Yeah. Like, say if, you, if you're still in the phase like at the beginning, it definitely would be like the mental health side and the confidence side. But once you're like through it and you're okay with it, definitely the yeah. unsolicited, unsolicited, unsolicited advice. Unsolicited advice. Yeah. yeah. That is like... Wow, How do you think you get through that phase though? Because there'd be loads of people like young people listening and stuff like that that would or even people in their 20s Mm. that are going through that early phase how can they get through that phase and just Mm. try and accept themselves I think just like connecting with other people that's going what you're going through I think social media is such a great way to do Mm. that Mm. Um, and even Facebook groups and stuff I think it's like very private groups they can join and when you're feeling that low moment they will pick you up definitely and I think when you start to connect with these people then life Mm. gets a bit better I think you maybe get some I don't know tips yeah Yeah. I have a really good bit of advice as well in terms of if you did ever want to post on Instagram good way that I was going to do it in the beginning was I was going to make a private Instagram and just post and just either keep it private to myself and just use it as a diary and just slowly introduce maybe some of my friends onto it and follow them and keep it private until you create a page and like keep posting and keep adding people as you get more confident and then hopefully when you are getting confident with your skin you can just switch it off off of private and then whoever wants to find it can find your page you know what I mean so if you want that security in the beginning make a little private one and just keep adding people who you're more and more comfortable with until you build up a little page that's your reality. 
Do you feel yeah. like in in uh, from your page, you're just like controlling the narrative and being like, this yeah. is exactly who I am. This is the real me. Definitely. I feel like once you just come out and say what you're insecure about, it's like no one can hurt you with it anymore. Like if someone was to come up to me in the street and say like, oh, you're... I remember I was in a club once when I first wasn't comfortable with it. And I'm always like, oh, you call me a spotty bitch or something like that. And oh, I God. literally cried the entire night. And now I would find that hilarious because yeah. I'm so, like, you can't hurt me with it anymore because... I can joke about it myself now, so I'm not going to go cry if you joke about it. Yeah. So I think as soon as you own something, it's just totally disarms everyone around you and just, you, you can't be hurt with it anymore. Yeah. And people just want to hurt you sometimes. So yeah, it's best exactly. to ignore them. But did you ever think, both of you, that you'd come to a point now where you feel about your skin right now? No way. No, no way. No, not no. In the moment, you're so wrapped up in it. To think I would have like a whole, like my world's completely changed. Like I have a new job. I have literally everything's changed whereas I was at the point of quitting my job because I couldn't even go to work and now it's like I've got a whole new career a whole new life that's based around something that literally was going to make me lose my job at one point so it's just like you don't realise like how like much your life will change when you accept something yeah did you feel like you got support from work when you started going through it because you were Um, in the job when you started getting mm, I don't think they really knew about it, to be honest. I, I did a lot. I mean, sorry if anyone's watching, like, my boss or anything. Like, I'm a boss, <laughs> but I definitely um, did a lot of fake illnesses. Yeah. For sure. If I had a big spot or, like, you know when you pick it and you can't make makeup on it because it's, like, open and oozing, and then I'd be like, oh, got a migraine, when oh. I didn't. I just literally could not face going in. But I think they didn't actually really know about that, so I don't think they could have really supported me. It was only really my family and friends out there and knew about it. Oh, do you feel like you missed a lot because of your acne, both of you? The school years, for sure. Mm, I think that was definitely a big thing for me. But then, yeah, till I hit like 21, 22, that's when I really accepted myself Mm. in many ways. And that's, I think when I started going out, clubbing, partying, I had a great group of friends. And that's when I started to feel more me. And then my personality started to come out. So I felt like I got robbed. Big chunk of my life, really, from that age to about like... 21, 22. Yeah, there's a big chunk. And then obviously that's why I just couldn't sit on this. And that's, mm. I kind of like fell into like this world. Yeah. yeah. Just from sharing when I was in my late 20s. So that's how it's kind of all come mm. about for me, you know. That's amazing. And what about you? Do you feel like you missed out? Uh, definitely in my early 20s. Like I said in the beginning, when you first go into your 20s, you're like, wow, this is going to be the best years of my life. And then I was like, actually, it's my worst. I feel like I've lost that bit and I feel like I lost myself a little bit even with my friends if I things like when they were taking group pictures like if I knew I wasn't going to have control over that picture once it was taken I would not want to be in the photo because I knew my friends weren't going to go on Facetune and edit my face for me so I'm swerving every picture and just I'm not that type of person I'm very confident I'm normally the person who wants to be at the front of the picture to have yeah. like the best angles but I was really like just changed well both of you seem like really positive people do you think that that has helped change your relationship with your skin just by being more and more positive? Oh, Definitely. yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I literally could not care if someone says anything about me yeah, now. Same. Not one thing. Yeah. Same. I kind of used my Instagram captions as a way of manifesting. So it's like every day, like when I first started posting, I actually definitely didn't feel them things I was posting in the captions. Like I was just like, oh, I love myself. But I really didn't. Like I was still definitely crying and really hated myself. But yeah. I feel like the more I was writing captions and more I was posting every day about it, I just kind of started to believe it. Like the same way like manifesting works. Yeah. yeah. It does. It actually does work. Mm. I agree with you there. 
if somebody is listening and they're worried about their skin, what would your one piece of advice for them? I know it's a really hard one to do. I know that you said just to be yourself, Mm. but like anything that they could do for their skin if they're not ready to accept it. Um, if it if it's something bothering you so much, then go and see like a dermatologist. Yeah, and, definitely. And just speak to someone that specializes in that, and yeah. just talk about your concerns and go from there. What mm. kind of research could they do online, even for their own stuff? Like you guys know everything about probably every product now, yeah. like all ingredients and everything like that. Like, how do people start with with that journey? I feel like there's definitely a lot of people you can follow as well on Instagram. Even like in the pandemic and stuff like you saw a lot of TikTok doctors and their TikToks blowing up where they would just literally give daily advice and I'd get more advice from TikTok than I got from when I went to that dermatologist appointment do you know what I mean so looking through social media could be a good way of helping yourself as well yeah. yeah, there's so much out there now. There's so much yeah, TV there out there. Yeah. Oh, the pimple. Oh, this. What's that? Uh, the, pimple. the pimple popper. Oh, I can't. I can't watch. Oh, you watch it. Oh, I, I like it. Watch that. Yeah. Oh. When it's like you know that's that what my page one, has. Yeah, yeah, that's what my, yeah. my, my, my what is it the search page? It's like oh. spots. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but you it. like learn something from that you don't know, yeah. do you? But you know, so many I've seen more and more and more like just skin yeah. kind of programs coming out. It's just yeah. I, I feel like it's quite a few yeah. out there now. Even they can be educational yeah. and also stress management as well. Yeah, that's a good one. Because actually. you get into such a hole with acne, and I think a lot of the time because you're so depressed with it, it's like it's just going to carry on and carry on because obviously your stress hormones and stuff I think it it adds definitely adds to acne so I think maybe if you're not ready to open up about your skin or even go to the doctors like maybe just really try and work on your actual stress management and see if that does anything to help good advice guys (laughs) <laughs> oh no, that was that was better mine. <laughs> oh no, two two nice pieces of, of advice, oh and <laughs> thank you both so much for coming on and speaking of your journey oh, and for you. being so real online. Oh, thank, thank you so you. much. Thank you. <laughs> amazing, amazing! What a great way to wrap things up. I'd like to say a huge thank you to both Scott and Izzy for joining me today on what's been a brilliantly enlightening and positive episode of Taboo Talk. And I'm sure so many of our listeners will have felt seen and supported. So thank you so much for that. If you have been affected by anything you've heard in today's show, please contact your GP for further support. You can also visit the Boots online doctor to receive prescription acne treatment. Eligibility criteria and charges do apply, as well as boots.com to find the skincare range. Thanks again for listening and please remember to rate, review and subscribe if you enjoyed the episode as it really helps to get the word out. That is it for this week. Until next time, bye.